Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Well, look, uh, it's a different Congress. It's a new day. It's not that you have to pass a bill to find out what's in it. you got 72 hours. This isn't a 1,000-page bill. This is 99 pages. And this is different than we've ever had before. We're actually going to spend less money this year than we spent last year. And your viewers have heard me give this analogy before. A debt limit is like the family having a credit card, but you've been charging it up every year and just keep lifting the limit. This year is different. We now say we're going to spend been less. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't able to look at all what we spend our money on because the mandatory spending, Social Security, Medicare, that's all off to the side. So I can only look at about 15% of what we spend our money on. So what we did is, in elements like non-defense, that's going to go below 2022 levels. So that's a very positive. But the other thing we did, we put ourselves on a spending plan. We cap how much we can spend for the next six years with government. But we also did something different. In this family, we may have a child that uh, able-bodied, not married, no kids, but he's sitting on the couch collecting welfare. We're going to put work requirements on that individual, so he's going to have work requirements. He's going to get a job, and it's going to make the life easier. But we're also going to look at places we've been spending our money that we've wasted that we're going to return. Right? One of those things is COVID, where we're going to pull back the COVID dollars. But none of this makes this sound like a very good deal. And it seems that Republicans in, um, well, I should say a lot of Republicans are moving towards a no, which makes you wonder how many Democrats are going to be pushing towards a yes, because all politics are local. And it doesn't matter that the future of America is at stake. That's a load of hooey. It's their futures of getting elected that are at stake. Are there constituents that die hard? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What in the heck is going on with you? 833-GOT-TONY, that's the number. 833-468-8669, that's how you get to be a part of the show. I'm still following. I am still following where this is all at. What is this debt limit deal? And does this make any sense at all? And the answer is, mm, yeah. wait, is that, was that not, was that not it? Was that not how you, not, not how you say it? I'm pretty sure that's how you said it. I, th- I thought that's how you said it. I, I could be completely wrong. Let's break down some pieces of it that we know. Part of what this does is suspends the debt ceiling until 2025. Now, this is where it gets kind of confusing because wasn't that what it was all about? Wasn't it all about the debt ceiling? And that's where we started. But now we took debt ceiling and raising that and combined it with the budget process and and getting through some legislation on where we're going to spend our money. This suspends the debt ceiling until 2025. You don't have to raise the debt ceiling until 2025. Currently, we're at $31.4 trillion dollars. So if you raise it until 2025, it's not an issue for what? The 2024 presidential election. So you take that, you're like, okay, that's the plan now. Then you say, 
well, there's caps on spending, but not defense. Take a breath, take a beat. What is it that we're actually saying here? That there's caps on spending, but not on defense. According to the data, the non-defense spending will be flat next year and a 1% increase in 2025. So no spending increases. Uh, Now we'll see a 1% increase in 2025. This is certainly, or it could be seen um, as well. Um, that's that's excellent, but we're still going to be spending more, and one percent of a multi-trillion-dollar budget is still a lot of money. So maybe this isn't as great as we think. What happened to the idea of spending less? This isn't spending less. This is spending what? slower and we have discussed that democrats spend and republicans spend slower what we need is to stop spending we need to spend less because you're not going to stop spending you know in toto democrats spend republicans spend slower we need to spend less this does not include spending less This does have an increase in defense spending to $886 billion. Now, for those of you playing the home game, that's a whole bunch of loot. That's a whole bunch of loot. But the rise, the the increase in that spending is 3%. Lindsey Graham is out of his head on, on this. I mean, he's just, he's apoplectic on this. I I have actually exclusive audio of Lindsey Graham when he was told that defense spending would only be uh, 3%. Yeah, he he was not happy. His argument is actually an interesting one. Inflation is over 4%. Why in the world would I only accept a 3% increase in defense spending you're gonna call if inflation is over four percent you only give me three percent you think that's actually more spending on the fence that's a hot take right there boo bear that's not an increase in defense spending that's nonsense that's nothing the cat's stealing you the officer's shucking you i told him you got the right top top but the wrong ho ho we're not gonna go about that you're crazy if you think i'm gonna take that spending as a matter of fact you're a little bit racist i don't even know how that got into it but it, it works for everything so you do have an increase in defense spending but it's not an increase that matches inflation and lindsey graham has said he's gonna blow this mother up in the senate all right I'm not getting worked up on it either way. I'm just sharing what's going on. I'll tell you what I think in a second. One of the interesting things here is that the $30 billion that has not been spent regarding COVID, that's going to be returned. That's going to be returned. You didn't spend it on COVID. Let's let's take it back. So that money's not out there. That's $30 billion. Then there's this idea, as you heard Kevin McCarthy earlier talking about the work requirements. I I find it odd that Democrats are really opposed to this. Just 
just follow me. It's, it's, to me, it was a really clear example of how we're dealing with something much different than Democrats when we're dealing with progressives. It's one thing to say that a person who physically is incapable of working shouldn't be forced to to work. We should want to help those people. I get that. Now, I argue it should happen through private charity instead of government programs. But just for the sake of the conversation, you understand I oppose government programs like this. I, I do. It should come through private charity. I have zero issues with private charity. People who want to give should give. And I believe private charity actually does it better than 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 government it's an interesting thing when people say government should do something government should create a program progressives are never so happy when government creates a program you know what they don't know how to do administer the program they don't know how to do it they have no expertise in the field they're always talking about the experts this and the experts that they decide if they create a program it's better for everybody they can't actually do the work they don't have the skills But if they do it, they get to go home to their district and say, look at this great thing that we created for you. And then they say to themselves, popular, you're going to be popular. Honestly, what we can do with a show tune, amazing. So the, the work requirements progressives are upset with because they believe that work requirements are bigoted. And work requirements don't actually get people back into the workplace. People are better off if they just get the money. That's, we we are in the new place. We are no longer in the theoretical. We are in the, the, the body of people. The Jamal Bowmans, the Ocasio-Cortezes, the Omars, the Tlaibs, the Ayanna Presleys. They don't believe that someone should have to do anything just, rather than having to, to do something. It should just be given. It should be taken and it should be given from each according to their measure to each according to their need. I mean, they, they, are, they are not just quoting marks. They really want to live it. Republicans are saying that able-bodied recipients have to work to get food and health care. Democrats didn't want this. Medicaid, I believe, remains untouched, but the age at which work requirements are included for those on SNAP was raised from 50 to 54. So this is considered a win for Republicans, serious issue for uh, progressive uh, Democrats. The big sticking point in this conversation about a budget, the big one. And I think the one that Republicans will be measured on, $80 billion remains to fund the IRS and hire new agents. This was to be 82 point something billion, but that 2 point billion something billion got taken away. $80 billion remains. If we believe in the idea of promises made, promises kept, if we believe in this concept, then the promise made when we saw Kevin McCarthy go through vote after 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 vote that's only nine after vote after vote after vote after vote after vote after vote after 15 right did I get the 15 honestly I I can't count to talk in my head it makes me all confused that this was going to be one of the things they did 
They were going to stop the IRS from this attack methodology on the American citizen. And now, when the negotiation came and the moment was there, Biden gets to keep $80 billion. That, I believe, is going to be the Republican breaking point. If you had gotten half the money, half the money, Republicans would have voted for this thing. And, and, and mass. That's my take. $80 billion on the promise. Something that you ran on, that you were disgusted by, and it remains? That's not where you could negotiate? Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be a big one. By the way, student loan relief is uh, not in the deal. So um, uh, it, it, it didn't disappear. Um, neither were, were any tax increases. If I was a believer in incrementalism, and I am, by the way, um, there is in this a little bit for everybody. Everybody wins and everybody loses. There is a little bit of that in there. But there are things that Democrats, progressives, simply cannot give on because their ideological purity forbids it. For Republicans, you made the promise about the IRS and you're not living up to it, giving plenty of Republicans reasons to say, nah, well, along with some other things going on uh, in here for sure. For example, there is a conversation that was brought up by Congressman Thomas Massey of Kentucky. Follow this all the way around. He noted that within the legislation, the 99 pages that Kevin McCarthy was talking about, was the need to pass a certain number of appropriations bills, right? We'd have to do it in this sequence, in this order. And if any of those appropriation bills didn't come to fruition that we would see the penny plan go into place. The penny plan is the idea that we should cut 1%. Cut 1% of spending. Well, you might be like, that's awesome. We should totally cut 1% of spending. That includes military spending as well. All spending is not the same. All spending is not the same. If you want to spend $40 million on a study to check out the sexual habits of the golden finch in some rainforest, that's a bird, by the way, well, you can, but you can't do it with my money. Do it with your own money because that's a waste of money, and I would rather have that money for something else. And I don't care if that program gets cut. That's a worthy program to cut. Privately fund that study. I didn't say don't do the study. You just can't use my money to to do that study. But when it comes to making sure we've got over 300 ships at sea to make sure we have a Navy to deal with the threat ahead. Well, I'm not cutting that. You're insane if you cut that. Now, maybe Massey has it wrong. Maybe it'll come to pass that that's not actually the case. But it looks a little bit like the case. Do I think this is going to get passed? As I hear it now and as I see it now, it is going to get passed barely by a bipartisan Congress. 
There are plenty of Republicans who are going to be like, nope, my constituency won't handle this. They won't. And there'll be plenty of progressives who will be like, nope, my constituency won't handle this. A lot of people are going to have to carry the water. But that's just the House. I have absolutely no idea, no idea where this thing is going in the Senate. And that's where the story is. Stop focusing on the House. Focus on Schumer. That's the question. I'm Tony Katz. Dow is down 109. NASDAQ is up 68. I think it has to do with exactly what we were just talking about. Um, the the question as to whether or not this this legislation is going to pass. And I think it's going to be... I, I Right now, my call is it passes very, very, in a very minute detail, in a, in a bipartisan way, very, very small group of people. Very small. Meanwhile, NVIDIA, uh, they uh, make uh, chips, and, uh, and, and video chips, I believe. Uh, they've crossed a trillion-dollar market cap. A trillion. Shares have to hold about $404.86. And that will be uh, the case. The... Some some people are doing very well, but this economy is not doing very well. I'm gonna, I'm going to more on the economy coming up in in just a little bit, and then this happened, and I got to tell you, the things that often surprise. So last week, I had a uh, I did an interview with Robert F Kennedy Jr., can, uh, candidate for president, Democrat. And it, it, it went fine. It went, it went solid. I thought he was an amenable guy. I think he's wrong on a whole host of things. And I, and I said that. And I pushed back on things. It was a solid conversation. I, when I post videos, I, I did a video of, of it, and, and, and I post things. I don't ever really, in the digital world, get strong hits. I, I, we have a solid following, but it's not... You know, one of these things that goes viral. My stuff doesn't go viral uh, that much. I don't know. It may be because I'm not screaming and yelling being crazy. 22,000 views and counting, though, on a, on a kind of wonky interview. I'm like, That's, that is interesting. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not 5 million views. But it's like, this kind of hit with people. And you look at the comments, which go on for forever, by the way. It was an appreciation of the conversation. I was there something like uniquely special about it? He's running for president. I'm a guy asking questions. I asked the questions. I let him answer. I gave some pushback here and there, but let the people decide. Like, has this become a revolutionary thought in how you do things? I don't know. Heck, I question whether or not I should even do the the interview. Is this somebody I should be propping up? But you got a guy running for president, you ask questions. If Joe Biden sat down for an interview, I'd I'd, I'd do the interview. Right? Yeah, definitely. This is Tony Katz today.
Why are people so desperate to ruin everything? Everything. I... This wasn't my plan. Um, th- there are some times where, like, uh, I'll see a story and I'm like, "Oh, that's a, that's a bad headline." Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Like, that's an awful thing uh, to hear. And then I'll sometimes see a headline. I'll be like, "Oh dear goodness, your car's seatbelt safety miracle or decapitation nightmare?" What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin. Sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. Board game designers aim to make tackling climate change fun. Good Lord, we can ruin freaking anything. Anything. Oh, God! Just the... (laughs) Board games like Monopoly, Clue, and the Game of Life are iconic in many Americans' lives and in pop culture. Now some designers are exploring a wider range of topics, including how to use games to spark discussions about bigger issues. This is ABC News with the the story. One of those games is called Daybreak. It's set to tackle one of the most complex topics of all, how to bring the world together to combat climate change. Well, first, um, uh, don't design uh, game boards because it probably wastes a lot of energy. I mean, that'd be that'd be first. If you want to really, really help climate change, uh, why would you buy a board game that you'll eventually throw out and it'll just end up in a landfill? Don't buy the game. The best way you can help is not to be a part of the system, man. It's the system that's the problem. You got to do away with the system. And I was like, all right, that might very well be the worst headline of the day. And then I was like, ah, crap. Your car's seatbelt, safety miracle or decapitation nightmare? What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin, sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. Lululemon employees say they were fired for intervening during robbery. They called the cops. It was a Lululemon store in Georgia and uh, the Peachtree Corners in Atlanta And this group of men wearing face coverings enter the store. It's broad daylight, and they start stealing clothing. So the manager, former assistant manager, is like, no, 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 you can march back out. And the guys are like, chill, shut your blank up. Because they don't care. They know they're not getting arrested. They know nobody's going to stop them. They know in that mall, 10 grown men aren't going to say, you know what, we've had enough of this in our neighborhood, and beat these guys within an inch of their damn lives. They know that's not happening. They know nobody's standing up to them. They know it. Police ain't going to stand up. Nobody cares. They have allowed this in society. And you, me, and we, we're the ones who are going to get sued if we do anything. We're the ones who are going to get in trouble. So, you know what we do? 
Nothing. Instead, we record and go, world star, even though there is no more world star. But we still say it because, you know, it's part of our growing up. And then, oh, look at all the clicks I got on my video of watching this store get robbed instead of doing something about it. And so they, um, according to Lululemon, they violated corporate policy by notifying the Gwinnett Police Department about the incident. The company says that's not the case. The employees told the local TV outlet, we are not supposed to get in the way. You kind of clear a path for whatever they're going to do. And then after it's over, you scan a QR code. And that's that. We've been told not to put it in any notes because that might scare other people. We're not supposed to call the police. Not really supposed to talk about it. Now, the question is, what is Lululemon going to do? How do they respond to this? Uh, A company spokesperson did confirm to the New York Post that Lululemon indeed has a zero tolerance policy concerning chasing or physically deterring thieves. So Lululemon says they weren't fired for calling the police. They were fired for confronting the thieves. What does it say that a policy is um, look the other way? Violating the law, violating violating the social contract, engaging in theft, engaging in indecency. Look the other way. My God, you would think that their training came from the staff of Harvey Weinstein. Oh, screw you! That's a good joke. No, no, I. You apologize to me for having a problem with laughing at that joke. That was good. I apologize to no one. Guys, it's going to get rougher from here. The rest of 2023, it's just going to be whoo, nuts. Nuts. They got fired for it. We got to ask ourselves, what kind of society do we want? Got to ask ourselves, what kind of society do we want? Look, if someone wants to make a board game to talk about climate change, they're more than welcome to do it. If you actually can get people to buy that load of crap, I say to you, good. Good. People will buy the pet rock. You know, they'll, they'll buy that Kardashian makeup or is it Jenner makeup, whatever it is. And you, you, it's makeup. If you want to look like a Kardashian, you need money and a guy with a knife. Who in that family hasn't gotten the plastic surgery, right? So, so it's, it's, who's the, who's the, there's Kim, uh, it's Chloe. Chloe got plastic surgery. We know that for sure, right? AJ is taking care of things back in the home studio. Chloe got the plastic surgery, right? Uh, I really don't follow up on the Kardashians. Yeah, you know, you're just trying to act all demure. You know what's up. <laughs> I really don't. You, you know it. Now your girlfriend knows it. Now questions will be asked and then changes might be made. I can't stop that from happening. All I can do is set the things in motion. You have to do the rest. Chloe got the plastic surgery. And also there's the 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 rumor, I believe it is. That Chloe is actually OJ's kid. That's that that rumor and the rumor that Prince Harry is actually the son of the bodyguard of Diana. Those are the two biggest ones out there. Oh, oh, and then there's that Chelsea Clinton is actually the daughter of Webster Hubble. And if you want to search up Chelsea Clinton and Webster Hubble, that's on you. I'm not saying it's true. I'm saying that people talk.
So Chloe had the plastic surgery. Um, Kendall is the model, right, AJ? Yeah. You see, you're not up with the Kardashians, <laughs> but you know that. You're so full of crap. Oh, that was just too easy. Can I get a little something for the setup there, guys? You are a very tough crowd. Kendall is the model, and I would say that Kendall is objectively attractive. I think I'm right on that, AJ. But Kylie? No. Kylie was not, and she was a pleasant girl before the plastic surgery. Now it's just sad. And anybody who thinks that her makeup is going to make you look like her, you're nuts. You can put on all the Kylie makeup you want. You are never once going to bang Travis Scott. It's not happening. Just just, leave, just putting that out there. Just put, Did you think the show was going to go this way today, AJ? Did, did not. You didn't see this turn? No. Ah, that's, that's, the way we, that's the way we do it, man. We try our best to keep people on their toes. Of all of the headlines that are indeed the worst headlines, I am not sure anything was more worst headline than this. Your car's seatbelt, safety miracle or decapitation nightmare? What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin, sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. The new live-action Little Mermaid is everything nobody should want in a movie. Dutiful and defensive, yet desperate for approval. It reeks of obligation and noble intentions. Joy, fun, mystery, risk, flavor, kink. They're missing. All right, that was a tweet. It wasn't a headline. It's a long headline. But Wesley Morris, who is a so-called movie critic over at the New York Times, has a problem with the new live action, The Little Mermaid, which did like $110 million at the box office. And the problem is the movie doesn't have enough kink. I, I said his problem with the movie, The Little Mermaid, is that the movie doesn't have enough kink doesn't have joy fun mystery risk flavor or kink i i don't think necessarily you should go to disney movies with a safe word but you know what can i say i'm old school what a thing to say why would you put that in 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 your tweet why would you make that a part of your uh, your 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 argument, and then of course there was a lot made of the Little Mermaid because the actress who was cast as Ariel, uh, Halle Bailey, she's black, and the prince is white, who was adopted by the queen, who's black, and th- th- if this is what you want. If this is the world that people want to live in, I don't want to stop them from living in it. I just won't let them drag me down into it. Do you care? Do I care? Does anybody really care that Ariel, a a, a cartoon fish, 
Mermaid, uh, is portrayed in the live-action uh, movie by a black woman. No. At least, at least I say no, and I got to assume rational people are like Tony. I don't care. I don't. It doesn't matter. Is it a good story? Can my kids watch it? Are they not having some kind of of nonsense sexual thing being thrown in their face? Disney, part of the reason they took the hit is they had producers admitting, yeah, we like to put this uh, ideology in. We're putting this agenda in. We're throwing all these kinds of characters in. It's not to make the movie better. It's to, I don't know, show how wokey woke 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 they are. Which is valueless as, as far as I'm concerned. Movies are good movies based on characters and character development, story, story arc. None of the founding fathers were black. Hamilton is a great musical. It is. It doesn't change because Lin-Manuel Miranda is playing Alexander Hamilton. It doesn't change because Lafayette is portrayed uh, by a black actor who also portrays Thomas Jefferson. It's still good. And that's what matters. That's what matters. So, yeah, America can handle all these things super easy. But some people, man, they don't they don't want you to handle. They want you to suffer. They want you to 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 feel bad to to regret in many ways your own existence. If you ask me, that's no way to live. No way to live at all. But they want you to live that way, just in this misery and this hatred of self. And I think the only answer is no. No, I don't, I don't need uh, The Little Mermaid to have any kink whatsoever. That's not what's missing from the movie. I, I, no, I didn't see it, so I don't know if anything's missing. But the kink is not what I needed. Therefore, it's not what's missing. And if you want kink in The Little Mermaid, um, you would have to go back to uh, having video stores, and then they've got this room in the back. You might want to check there. The title might be a little different, but, but you'll get the idea. you get the idea. Um, wear gloves. I'm Tony Katz. Um, I, I think that women, white women in particular, want to protect this patriarchy here because it's to their benefit. Yeah. They want to make sure that their husbands do well. They want to make sure that their sons do well. They want to make sure that their children do well. And they want to make sure that they do well. Most of the women <gasps> in some of these studies are married white women. And they do fall in line with what their husbands are doing, what their, how well, their do husbands are the voting. Quom- continued Cuomo support among women. Can we just stop? Sonny Hostin saying that white women vote the way they do because their husbands tell them to. How much longer are we going to allow this to go on? How much longer do we allow this bigot to go on? And man, there's a lot of bigotry over the last few days. I'm going to share it all with you. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Good Lord. White women vote the way their husbands tell them to vote. We've heard this before. They don't stop. This isn't intellectual talk. This is a bigot acting the damn fool. Now the question is, white women, why do you put up with this? 
What in the world are you doing? I mean, this is the same person who made the claim that the reason people aren't um, like down with with Vice President Kamala Harris is because they're racist. You think I could make this up? How does anybody make this up? Like someone like me saying it, do you, do you think I could have a legitimate policy? Of no, you, 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 it's, it's, not it's, you. It's, it's, it's not you. It's just we're in the United States of America and, and, and black women, and this is just not me saying it. I mean, there have been studies. Black women are considered less articulate. Uh, they are considered uglier. They are considered all of these She's things beautiful, I would by, yeah. by, by, you know, this country. And it's because of the history, of course, of misogyny and But it's also sexism. just women. I mean, Jerry. Uh, Ferraro yeah. back in the day ran for vice president and they went but, after her too. And, and, and that's the, mis- yeah. the misogyny part. But when- What about Sarah Palin? Joy Behar? You went after Sarah Palin tooth and nail! No person in the history of politics got more crab kicked out of them and I'm including Trump in it. Uh, maybe Trump more. Then Sarah Palin, no woman. There it is. But when uh, there's an issue with Kamala Harris, it isn't because she's an incompetent fool. It's because of her race. (sighs) How much longer we let the show just be on the air? Good gosh. This is Tony Katz today.